Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now for our story. This morning, very early, Carla Descari had gone to see Aunt Mary Lane. The young Italian girl was white-faced and miserable. She spent a sleepless night after a quarrel with her husband, Mario. The quarrel was because of the scarf Carla had lost at the supper club. On the way home in Bill Mead's car, Mario had found it in the rear seat. And when they arrived at the Descari farm, he had jealously accused Carla had insisted the rumors must be true which connected his wife's name with that of Bill Mead. Angrily, Mario refused to listen to Carla's denial and slammed out of the house. This afternoon, as Aunt Mary returns from town, Carla's unhappy story is on her mind, so instead of turning into her own driveway, she continues on to the Descari farm. Now, Carla's just seated Aunt Mary in her very best easy chair. Oh, Aunt Mary, I'm so glad to see you. Well, I can't stay more than a minute or two, dear. But I said I'd come by, so here I am. May I bring you something? A cup of tea, maybe? No, no, thank you, dear. I had late lunch. Uh, Carla, has Mario come home? Yes, about an hour ago. But Aunt Mary, he won't talk to me. Have you tried to talk to him? Yes, but he said he wouldn't talk to me until I'd made up my mind to tell him the truth. And I have told him the truth. What else can I say to him? He won't listen when I tell him how wrong he is. Where is he now? He's working outside. Oh, Aunt Mary, the way he looks at me, as if I were a liar, a, a cheat. Did he say where he was last night? No. But he looks awful, Aunt Mary. Probably didn't get much sleep. Neither did you, for that matter. But I'm afraid he hasn't eaten either. Well, I don't imagine that skipping a meal is going to impair Mario's health. He's as strong as an ox. I'm much more worried about you, Carla. Have you eaten? Did you have lunch? Oh, I don't remember. No, I guess I didn't. Well, then, I want you to make yourself a sandwich right this minute and have a glass of milk. I'll sit here and keep you company. But I'm not hungry, Aunt Mary. Just the same now. Go ahead. You mustn't let yourself get all run down. Go on now, dear. All right, if you think I should. Maybe I should take something to Mario. Never mind about Mario. Make something for yourself first. Then I think I'll go out and talk to that young man of yours. There's been quite enough of this, Carla. Too much. Aunt Mary... I've been thinking about your talking to him. I don't know if you should today. He's likely to say anything. Don't worry, dear. I've known Mario Descari too many years to be particularly impressed by his temper. Well, I... I just have these cookies and some milk. Sure you won't have some, too? No, thank you. I'm so thankful Mario's home. When he gets angry like this, I never know what he'll take it into his head to do. And I kept worrying about Bill. Mario's being very foolish. And while he's wrong, he isn't entirely to blame for being mean about all this. 
Oh, my, he always not really mean, Aunt Mary. It's just that he has such a quick temper. He, he doesn't stop to think things out. You know, he gets mad first, and then he's sorry afterward. Then perhaps he should be made to realize how he's making you suffer by his actions. If he really loves you, he would try oh, to... Oh, he does, Aunt Mary. I know it. Once before, when he got jealous and we had trouble, you remember, before you talked to him and straightened everything out? Yes, dear. Mario said a very strange thing then. He said maybe he loved me too much. You know, Aunt Mary, I almost think that's true. Well, dear, I wouldn't say that's the trouble. It's, it's that his love is too jealous, too possessive. That kind of love can never lead to happiness. If he'd only realize it. Oh, he would, Aunt Mary. And yet, like you said, we can't blame him for believing these rumors. It's different with us, you and me. We know they're not true. And so do Peggy and Bill. It's Mario who keeps hearing more rumors. Hearing people talking. <laughs> Trouble is, I love him so much, I can't even be mad at him for not trusting me. I keep trying to see things from his point of view. It would be better if Mario could learn to see things the way you do, Carla. And perhaps he could be made to. Now, suppose I go out and have a little talk with him. Can't hurt. And it might help. Good afternoon, Mario. Good afternoon, Aunt Mary. <laughs> Goodness, you certainly make the chips fly. I only wish my son Randy chopped wood with such enthusiasm. Man chops wood the way he feels inside. <laughs> well, in that case, Randy must be the dreamy type. <laughs> uh, don't let me interrupt you, Mario. Uh, I'm sorry, Aunt Mary. I'd like to talk to you, Mario, if you can spare the time. Sure. Sure, of course. You want to sit down somewhere? That would be nice. Okay, there's a bench over by the side of the house. We can go over there. You have a nice view from here. I like the way your back feels slopes down to the river. Yeah, it's okay. And Carla's garden looks so nice, even at this time of year. Hmm. Sit down, Aunt Mary. Thank you. Yes, Mario. All in all, you're a very lucky young man. Am I? Don't you think so yourself? What have I got to feel lucky about? Many, many things. Good, rich land. Sure. Land's fine. A lovely home, well tended to. House is okay, I guess. You're young. You have wonderful health. Yeah. Nothing wrong with the way I feel. And a beautiful, devoted wife, Mario. That's the most precious possession. Yeah. I thought you'd come to that. That's what you were leading up to, weren't you? <laughs> Carla. Mario, you may think this misunderstanding is none of my business, but I'm very fond of Carla and of you. Yeah, I know. I've known you and Carla since you were youngsters. I've watched you grow up. I've been very proud of both of you. Proud? Yes. Why? For many reasons. I remember how hard you worked when you were going to high school, your record in the army. You've made something fine of your life. And since you came back, what you've done with this farm of yours? A lot of good all that does now. Now and Carla... Mario, this trouble you two people are having, it, it not only concerns you and Carla, it also affects my family. That's why I believe I have a right to talk to you about it. Your family? How? Well, Peggy's involved in it too, isn't she? Oh, yeah, I forgot about her. Well, maybe Peggy should find out the truth about Bill Mead before it's too late. 
Peggy does know the truth about him, Mario, and so do I. Bill's a fine boy, and he's a loyal friend. Yeah? Yeah. And I'm very glad he's going to marry Peggy because they're very much in love. Suppose Peggy is in love with him. And he loves Peggy. Then why does he... Mario, why... Mario, you love Carla, don't you? With all my heart. And she loves you just as deeply. She shows it in everything she does. She puts you before everything. How can you think anything else? How can I help it? The things people have been saying, the things that happened, like last night, the scarf. Oh, you don't know about that? Yes, I do. Carla told me. Did she tell you how the scarf got in Bill's car? She doesn't know any more about that than you do. Look at it, Mary. I, I, I want to believe Carla. I, but how can I? Someone's always talking about her and Bill, or I find the scarf I gave Carla in the back seat of Bill's car. Oh, no, Aunt Mary, I'm afraid you're wrong about Carla. Mario, if you love a person, you have to trust them. Otherwise, there's no basis for your life together. What basis can there be if you keep hearing things about your wife? Your wife and another man. The basis is your love for Carla and hers for you. You have to believe in that love. Trust it. Sure. Just close my eyes and ears. Let people say whatever they like and think it doesn't mean anything. Mario, has it ever occurred to you that someone might be deliberately trying to cause trouble? Purposely making things up? That's what Carla tried to tell me. Why would they? I have no enemies. Maybe everybody in this town isn't crazy about me, but nobody hates me enough to do an awful thing like that. That's true, Mario, but you see, you're not the only person involved. You mean... It might be Carla they're trying to hurt? I don't know. Might be. Although it's hard to believe. And yet some people... Well, it might even have to do with Peggy or Bill. But, but that doesn't make sense, Aunt Mary. I know it doesn't seem to, my boy. But it makes more sense to believe that someone is purposely trying to harm one of you than it does to believe that Carla could think of anyone but you. I want to believe that, Aunt Mary. Honest, I do. I... Then why can't you believe it? It's true. And remember, Peggy's my niece. I love her very much. Do you think I'd let her go ahead with her wedding plans? If I doubted Bill Mead? Aunt Mary's talk with Mario made a deep impression on the quick-tempered young man. But the story Ben Calvert had spread around Wakefield was not to be dismissed without an explanation of some kind. It must have a basis, Mario knew. And Aunt Mary today had provided him with a possible reason for it. The idea that it might be a deliberate attack, if not on Mario himself, perhaps on one of the other three young people involved. Neither Aunt Mary nor Mario had any idea how close to the truth this was. But I wonder if Mario will be willing to accept this idea.